Just got done watching Lil Uzi's interviews. I learned a lot of shit off them interviews. Yeah, sorry I used to, now I'm not into you. I'm in my zone, I can't have no intervals, no, no. I simply cannot settle into normalcy and bleed. So, like them politicians, I got tricks under my sleeve now. Shit, I gotta change now, cause every day's the same now. Our combos are the same now, gotta get out this maze now. All these lines can't trace, huh? Living legend in the making. I heard a rapper just smoking some cookie. Right after that, she was giving me cookie. Fun in the game, I can't end up no rookie. Word on my palms, I got that headed on me. My inner soft can be fucking annoying. Looking for answers to kill paranoia. No one for talking, don't do much talking, no, no, no. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the season two finale of the Four Square Podcast. As always, it's your boy Jeff. It's your boy Alex. <laughs> I just got one question for y'all. Yes. Sir. Do you want a revolution? Yes, that's right. For the first time we were actually recording on a Sunday versus a Saturday. The holy day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and before we move on, um, Lucas was feeling congested this morning, so that's why he's not in this episode. Um, but I'm sure he's going to pop in probably later in a little edit part of the video. So, um, yeah, so that's why he's not here for this episode. Lucas, drink some tea. Yeah. Sick boy. Kicking your feet. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of the Lord's Day, the season two finale topic will be spirituality and religion. Hallelujah. So real quick, what is everyone's like? What, I guess, religion would you subscribe to if you do subscribe to a religion? Uh, I subscribe to the Christian faith. Um, I don't personally subscribe to a specific denomination, although I was raised, I believe, Baptist. Okay. Yeah. Pentecostal Baptist, right? Yeah. Um, I don't have any particular um, religious affiliation because I feel like a lot of religions intertwine and a lot of ideologies combined. I feel like one religion's ideals might be too restrictive for the actual, you know, spirituality that actually is. You know? No, I feel it's, it's something that I feel like some religious ideologies are just too close minded. So yes, I I still believe in God. I still believe in a higher power. It's just the fact of okay, you can't just say he Okay, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Um, I don't really have a label on what I believe necessarily. Um, if you had to put a label on it, it would be considered spiritual. So, um, so as far as you know, being a Christian, um, earlier in the local munchies, we talked about uh, like going to church and like church stereotypes. Do you still go to church, Alex? Um. In the States, I do not, um, but in Panama, I still do. Um, my family in Panama is very heavy on the spiritual side and on the religious side. Um, they do believe they've been going to that same church, um, First Isthmus Baptist Church in Panama, for 
for as long as I can remember. Like that's the only church that I've always known to go to every Sunday. Um, my abuela, I believe, is still a deacon. My abuela, she participates. Like a lot of my family members, they're heavy in their church. So in Panama, yes, I'm very much heavy in the spiritual side and the religious side there. In the States, um, I do not, no. Okay. Not in the church. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all of us was raised Christian, though. So what's like a, a story that you kind of remember very vividly about your time when you did go to church? Um, when I went to church, specifically for my experience in the States, um, going to church, I had the experience of seeing what a black church, like the typical, you know, Baptist black churches. And I've also been to a more diverse, like Pentecostal church. And so as a kid, when I saw growing up in a black church, it's like they were very heavy and like, like, you know, like typical black church stereotypes. Like, um, like there's always like, like old ladies with giant hats. Mm-hmm. And there's See, I always feel like, like if you say black church, you got to say like really southern black churches. Cause that's, southern black that, churches, yeah. It's, it's kind of a difference when you start to move up towards the north. Yeah. That, that, that whole thing. Yeah. If you grow up, yeah. if you grow up in the south. You grow up in like Georgia, Florida, Alabama, the Carolinas, like this is southeast. The yeah, this is the Bible Belt. Exactly. Facts. Like, like you know how it is down here. You know, a heavy, hefty, sweating pastor. You know, doing this the whole mm-hmm. time. You know, a big old uh, choir. You know, praising, singing, hollering loud. Mm-hmm. You know, like and people. You know, just passing out, catching the Holy Ghost, just, <laughs> <laughs> just like. Yo, like, but as a kid, I'm just like, yo, y'all look crazy. Mm-hmm. But, like, when it comes to, like, a Pentecostal or, like, more diverse or white church, um, they, were, they were very much, like, filled with the spirit. Um, not as intense, I would say, as, mm-hmm. as a Southern black church would be. Um, but I, I did notice that just the way they just express their faith and the way that they express, like, how they feel for the, for the Lord and for the spirit is very much different in that way. I feel like they show up. You know, read a few verses, do their praise, sing a couple songs, and then leave. And you're out, mm-hmm. you're out of there in 45 minutes. Yeah. Versus black churches, you're, you're there for two or three hours. Two, three hours. Like, <laughs> so the morning service, you'd be there probably like a good hour, hour and a half. But yeah. when you get to that 11 That's, o'clock service. 11 o'clock service. They, yeah. they can stay there for as long as they want. You're not leaving until so, about 3.30. Exactly. So I know that when I went to... Yeah, in the black church. And it's also, I guess it might be both for white church and black church. But, you know, nobody knows when to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, they stay there. And then they keep talking. And they keep having a fellowship. And I'm like, yo, service has been gone. The pastor's already said his ending prayer. He's already said, have a great, you know, mm-hmm. have a great week. God be with you. Like, we've already said our goodbyes. But people still be hanging around. Like, it's a college campus after church. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to go. Like, the game's on. They're walking all the way from leaving the pulpit in the parking lot, foot in the car, ready to drive to the Sunday dinner where everyone's going to be at anyway. Exactly. And they're still talking for about 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, come on, It's pretty funny. We gotta go. We gotta go. It's pretty funny to me. Because it's like the typical black, like, oh, I'm trying to leave the cookout. You're not leaving the cookout for another hour. Right. Or you're not leaving somebody's house for another hour. Because you got to say bye to everybody. All right now, Billy Jean. All right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Say 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 goodnight to your uh. Mm-hmm. Say goodbye to your aunt to your auntie and niece. Is that Brother Jones? Oh, Sister Johnson. How you? I, I gotta talk. I gotta talk to you real quick. Just give me one. Give me one second, baby. I'm. Go- yeah. That type of shit. And we just. Sit there <laughs> I wanna go home. Like, 
like, please, I just want to go home. Hell, even going in the morning, you got to say hi to everyone when you walk into the church, too. Or else they get mad. Yeah, it's a respect thing. I get it. The thing is, like, mm, black churches. <laughs> black churches. You got the pastor driving Mercedes or McLaren or some shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody else just. That's one thing you, I, I will say is for comparison to a white church and a black church, you will notice that like, in a white church, they're not necessarily as money hungry as opposed to a black church. Black and church, that, that's a bad stereotype to, to have. They will always have, you know, they'll take up offering in the morning, yeah. in the middle of praise worship, in the middle of prayer, in the middle of testimonies. They will always be trying to pass that collection plate around. I'm just like, bro, like, I already gave my dollar away. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, like but, come on, calm down, big fella. But that's a hustle for some people, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had a neighbor who was a pastor, and, like, he was from the streets. So like, he was, like, an actual hustler. Mm-hmm. So him being a pastor was his, like, little hustle that he was doing. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, because, like, like church is supposed to be about the Lord. Mm-hmm. If, if, especially for the Christian faith, if you're supposed to be honoring, you know, God and Jesus and everybody who is a part of a part of that time period, and you're supposed to take the lessons from different chapters in the, in the in different books, and you're supposed to apply it to the current society, and it's just like it's so weird. So like, like people will be moving so funny in church. So you have? Do you feel like you have to go to church to get that? I don't always think so. No. Personally, I don't feel like you gotta go to church. I think I still like the idea of going to church. Personally, I, I think that there is something that is. That does feel good about when you're going and when you do receive a good sermon. And I think that's always something that I struggle with personally is that as a kid, I would always be moved by music. But mm-hmm. whenever it came to like the pastor actually like saying something and trying to say, so in this, in the chapter of John 13, verse 6, it said, and I'm just like, I don't know what it says. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like, like, and, and they always like it's always hard to like transcribe like those those texts like yeah. thou and which and forths and hence and all those biblical vocabulary. It's just like yeah. this well, is going over my head. Not biblical vocabulary. Yeah, I mean when you get to like the King James version, that's English. like old English mm-hmm. and everything. It's, it's old English translated to in order to get in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> like when I was going to church, they used um, I think it was new. Is it New Living Translation and yeah, NLT? And it, it, I thought it was like NL. It's like NLV or something like that too. There's NLT. That's the one that NLT, my church used, and then there was NIV, which is like New International Version or something. Yeah. So they used that one. That one was more like Americanized English. So I guess that's why they used it. But even then, like because it's such an old text that has been transcribed and rewritten for so many centuries, I think there is a point that it can stop being somewhat relatable though mm-hmm. so like that's why the pastors try that hard to you know to use the bible to why you shouldn't be out not focusing on your goals and drinking alcohol and partying or you know um stay at home and, and focus on your studies like mm-hmm. that text is so it's so old that you have to really try to try to transcribe it to where it makes sense in modern day and i think yeah. You know, a lot of people have issues with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you try to like maintain the or what you think the Bible is actually saying, and trying to transcribe it, it doesn't work now. Like yeah. times have changed tremendously, mm-hmm. so you can just take things, you know, with a grain of salt. Take like small things from stories and stuff like that, but 
you can't just take the whole thing because that's how we're going to get fucked up as a society. We're already fucked up as a society because, let's be honest, they said not to combine church and state, and yet here we are. Yeah. <laughs> With a, religious politicians. I, I, I noticed that, that there is there is a shifting, yeah, in the way that people move because people will tie religion and politics, which that has that should literally be complete opposite sides of the spectrum. And they try to tie it inside, like you said. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, they're just... I, I've, I've come to the determination that, like, when it comes to my desire to go to a church is I need a good pastor. I need somebody to... Who, somebody who is relatable. Not necessarily... He may not have to be, like, somebody young, like, close to our age. But somebody that is able to not be as so pokey about follow the actual word, but also really try to make things relatable and make things realistic. Because I think that a lot of times, like they'll take the Bible, they'll take the you know the text and the different parts of the Bible that is so ancient, and they try to still apply ancient thoughts into 2022, which we clearly all can agree that like that doesn't work. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. work at all. And a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people just spew a whole bunch of bullshit out of their mouths now, mm-hmm. and you just have to be wary of that type of stuff. Um, be wary of. You know who's around, how people act in that church. Um, even if you're watching something on YouTube or something like that, just you know, really heed what they're saying. But don't just you know, just try to figure it out. Mm. You know, figure it out for yourself. Well, even just, like going on what Alex said is, you know, that is an old text. So you would like to have a pastor that um, can actually make it relevant to what we're going through today. But at the end of the day, if you subscribe to the the Christian religion, that is God's word. So it's you or the pastor, not you, but like the pastor, whoever's like, you know, talking in front of the church. And if they're tweaking it to where it relates to today's times in such an ancient text, is that technically going against God's words because you're not going about it and reading it verbatim? I think think that it's... There is a there is a gray area. There is a fine line. It, it's one thing for people to generalize, like they'll read the text and say, "Oh, this is basically what this guy was saying," but it's another thing to where it's like it's yeah, you're honoring the text, but at the same time you're you're tying into what current things in society has brought forth that's clearly not okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because during that time, you know, think about what was happening in like one A.D. zero A.D. like B.C. Like probably like like adultery and smuggling and stealing and crimes and a lot of things were a lot more acceptable, and then they tried to turn it into, you know, the Ten Commandments, and then they tried to like structure the way that the people move, and they were being very disciplined about that. And then as time has gone on, there's a lot more people that are just raising questions of, you know, just not say they're purposely trying to poke loopholes, but. They're like, wait a minute, what is this really saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that now it's it's really for like a lot of the responsibilities. Like I would charge like any pastor, whoever is called to give the word, like I would challenge them to make sure that you are still being very delicate because a lot of them are still being very egregious and aggressive with trying to push the old word. Let's think about this though. These you I mean you spoke about one eighty so that was the year after Christ died. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the translations 
like we said again, mm-hmm. the translations were something completely different from what we have now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact, and it's been written in a bunch of history books, that the Bible has been translated in order to help enslave people. Like, that's, that's mm-hmm. literally parts of the reasons that it was well translated into English or Old English, however the fuck you want to describe it. Um, and I know Martin Luther with his translation of the Bible as well into German, I believe mm-hmm. that's what it was. Back in like the 1200s, yeah. 14, yeah, it was 1400 something. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they, they also had issues with translations as well. Um, but I know for f- another fact, which I'm actually about to verify this real quick. <laughs> um, Pull out the receipt. Fact check? Hey, got to. The Council of Nicaea. Mm. Um, which actually kind of gave us the image of what Jesus Christ was going to look for the next thousands of years, mm-hmm. which was gave us the white man, mm-hmm. even though in the Bible he's described as hair as wool, skin mm-hmm. bronze. <laughs> like the, so like before you look that up, the image that we have of Jesus now is actually based on an Italian guy named Z- Cesar Bagario, I believe. And he was Italian, and he was not a good dude. Like, if you look up the stuff that he did, it's not good. And it's very vain to have the image of the savior of an entire religion be based off of a dude that really didn't follow or subscribe to that religion. Mm. So that's really interesting. Yeah, there. I mean, I, I get so skeptical about religion just because, like, you, as you get older, you can actually read for yourself where a lot of these things come from. Um, like I said, Council of Nicaea, and how religious religion itself, like Constantinople, uh, old old Rome, um, when 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 you know the Lord, the Word actually got there, like that whole area, how it completely changed the Holy Roman Empire and how it spread and the ideologies that they spread. And how that empire eventually crumbled. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... There's there's so much history that we still don't know. And there's a That's lot true. of documents that get hidden. And there's a lot of different things that get destroyed and hidden purposefully. Because they don't want us to actually know the true history behind the religion. I mean, think about, mm-hmm. the, think about the idea of like missionaries. Or think about the idea of people who are like, like crusaders. Mm-hmm. Basically, saying that they're praying to, they're praying to their their God or their Jesus, and their God is telling them that it's okay for you to go pillage and raid these towns and pillage and raid and and rape and enslave all these people mm-hmm. based off of it is my God's right. My God told me to do this, and I'm going to do this because you are now deemed unholy or unworthy. I'm like, but didn't the Bible also state to love thy neighbor? And the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not pillage or murder or cause harm. Mm-hmm. So you have the good shit and you also have the bad shit. The things that you should take with a grain of salt. When it comes to like the transatlantic slave trade, like they use the Bible for that excuse to mm-hmm. take in the enslaved Africans. And this right. is my troubles with the Holy Bible. That and <laughs> the whole him, he thing that there's just one God in one image. I mean, okay, so we say that God, we're made in God's image, right? Mm-hmm. 
there's so many different people, so many different types of things. Mm-hmm. There's so many plants, there's animals, there's, you know, bugs. Like, everything has a purpose in this life. And everything has an image within itself. So if you think of, like, all right, the Fibonacci sequence is something that comes up first in my head because that's the one plus two equals three, three plus five, eight, you know, continues mm-hmm. to add on and creates a spiral. That is a naturally occurring number. Uh, there are naturally occurring numbers that act- you can actually see in seeds and sunflowers. You can see it in, in um, shellfish, the, the way that the shells are formed. It's, it's something that's a naturally occurring thing. And you also look at fruit. You look at like the way you peel an orange. The orange slices actually look like our lungs. Like mm-hmm. there's there's little things that that's like oh wow like we're all literally connected. There's no way that this thing can be random. Just him, him, he. There's no him, he. It's it's it. It's, it's kind of what you kind of have to say like it. I try not to. I try not to humanize God. If that's what you're into, like, yeah, like that's what I'm like, trying to imply. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't humanize something that's that is that something that can't. I never it's, would, it's especially assuming it's gender, man. It's yeah. 2022, we assuming gender, yeah, exactly. It's crazy, assuming gender. It's what's wrong with you? It's unfathomable, bro. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, like, literally, like, it's something yeah. that we can't fathom, we can't like really put this thing into words, you know. Yeah. Like, that's that's one of my tr- biggest troubles with Christianity. And really, those monolithic, mostly the monolithic religions. I think that what, I think that's what kind of does make it hard, because like, out of all of you guys, yeah, I'm the one that I, I do still subscribe to the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a denomination, but it is hard to combat those type of arguments because they're all valid. Which is why I don't subscribe to a specific denomination. I just announce myself as Christian. Mm-hmm. And now, do I? Do I read the Bible? Personally, I don't. Because, yes, there are a lot of unanswered questions and there are a lot of holes. Um, but I am okay with the idea of, of leaving it being to the unknown. Mm-hmm. Of like, there's just certain things that I can't explain, that I can't answer for, but I just leave it up to God and I just allow God to be like, hey, yo, God, that's, that's the homie. No, they got it. It got it. Mm-hmm. You know. But for me, as a human, as a homo sapien, I'm going to just do what other humans do. And I would just do my part. But Yeah, I get it. I understand what you're saying. And then one thing, too, is a lot of people call it the canonized Bible because, as Max mentioned earlier, there are a lot of books that were taken out of the Bible that we know today, like the Book of Enoch that talks about, like, well, I mean, there's, there's like, books in the Bible that even talk about, like, aliens and stuff like that. So, um it's just kind of interesting why they would take that stuff out yeah. into what it is today. And going back to also what you said about um, using the Bible to control people, there is an actual book that you can find on Amazon even up to today called How to Make Your Negro a Christian, which is a book that came out in the 1800s that slave masters would use basically to wow. convince their slaves to be Christians. Yep. Ah. Uh. I kind of want to backtrack to what Alex was saying. Well, it's kind of like a um, thing. Like I personally, I do like, like to read the Bible at times because um, a, a lot of the stories, they're helpful. They're helpful mm-hmm. in times of need. Um, so like, I, I feel like you should still read it. Um, but like I said, just take it with a grain of salt. You don't have to follow the word exactly. You, yeah. can, you can take what you need from it 
but don't just just go crazy. Like like you said, I, I agree with you. There there are a lot of great lessons. There are a lot of great stories. There are a lot of great things that happen. There are a lot of great things where it's just like, whoa! Like I can't believe like this happened, or like the whole like like plenty of stories of like of like David and Goliath. You know, mm-hmm. the whole like, life the whole life of Jesus from birth to death. Um, like the whole like. Let's say King Solomon mm-hmm. and like like that that time or like um, David and Jonathan. Uh, what's it like? John, uh, the book of John or Saul? Like one of them, they they were poets, so they wrote poems in in response to Jesus. Like there were just so many stories that I thought were very good, but at the same time, it's just like okay, and maybe I, I should just follow <laughs> that idea of like <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, all right, yeah, what you doing is cool, but it's like all right, you you going a little too far. Well. Don't you think it's interesting or do you think it's fair for people to accept stories that put God in a better light than the ones that make him look, you know, <laughs> a little evil because he'd be killing people? The wrathful God? Like, you're actually, you know, the, flooding the entire planet. <laughs> your, wrath, your wrathful God versus your benevolent God. Yeah. I mean, I guess it shows you, it tried, I feel like those types of stories try to humanize. Yeah, but it's just, I mean, I'm just going off of what Alex said. It's just interesting how, you know, and I'm sure other people do this as well, where certain stories, you know, like David and Goliath, like you said, that's interesting and uplifting, but then you have others where it's like, hey, chill out. Mm -hmm. Is that fair to do that, even though it's the same book? I think that you have to, I I personally think that whatever what the original Bible was Mm -hmm. that had every single chapter every single book I think that that is the book that should have always been kept around because that that book is the truth when you try it when you when you retranslate and when you resubscribe and when you try again and again to recreate the Bible then these are human hands touching it and now it's you're, you're, you're saturating it in a sense because it's just like yo you're not even giving me the full thing I wish that there was a I wish that the original Bible, however it was created, I wish that that was translated to a King James Version or to an English Version so I could read it. Or you could learn Arabic. Or I can learn Arabic. Hmm. <laughs> because that, that's, that's the closest. Hebrew and all that. Hebrew, Hebrew yeah. and Arabic, those are the closest stuff. language. Those are the closest languages that you can get to being able to read the original text. You get on the uh, Duolingo, guys. Right. <laughs> Duolingo, yeah. <laughs> hey, Duolingo. How about this? <laughs> Duolingo. But, um, Old school was at a stone. <laughs> <laughs> but now, because now, like now, like I said, like now that you're starting to take that out, you're you're leaving you're leaving holes. You're you're leaving things that are going unsaid. Because I think there are there are things that are necessary to say that like God God is powerful. He is almighty. He is also he is also merciful. But he will he is also he also has shown his wrath. Like even like in the um in the book of Exodus, like the whole story of Moses. Of him basically saying that like Moses is just the messenger. That's all. That's all we've known him as a as a as a she, as a sheep herder and and basically saying, hey yo, God told me to tell y'all, y'all need to get it together, or <laughs> he's gonna come and smack all y'all. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's and, and and the Egyptians didn't listen. He was like, all right, y'all want to play with me? All right, plague. And I'm like, oh, first thing. So <laughs> I'm like, there, there are certain instances where first it's like born. there is fear. Because, like, have y'all ever thought of the idea of, like, what happened if Jesus were to come back? Sometimes. Do you yeah, think that like, people would take up? Or do you think people would like, are you really Jesus? Like, yeah. 
Nah, I mean, the way it, it like, describes it in, like, Revelations, like, people will be like, oh, shit, like, try to convince their sins, like, mm-hmm. on the spot. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but there, are, so there are certain people, if Jesus were to come back, so people were already pieces of shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, if a dude saw the white light come down and he was cheating on his wife, he would kick that mistress out so damn quick and but, pray. But that's the thing is, like, and the, the idea is that God and Jesus, they already know. People, they already know what you're about. People. So by the time he gets there, it's like, it's already too late, bro. Go ahead, come out of there. And tell your mistress to come too with you. Because he already knows what you was doing before he even, before the white lady even came. He knew what you was about. So it's kind of just like, yo, it's time for everybody to face their judgment. And so, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people are, now, are becoming way more skeptical of... Alright. You were saying? I feel like people are becoming way more and more skeptical of religion nowadays. Uh-huh. Um, so I feel like situation, if Jesus were to come back, it would, I mean, they would be like, oh, shit, I was wrong. Which is fair. But then again, what about the other guy? You know, there's still Hinduism. There's Buddhism. There's, there's so many different other religions that still have gods too. Yeah, but I I think that in in those, because I I do acknowledge other religions. I think, because that's that's the first thing. Because there are are certain Christians who don't even acknowledge that other religions even exist. It's just Christianity and Jesus and that's the end all be all. And it's just like, no, I acknowledge that there are other other nations, nationalities, ethnicities who subscribe to their own personal religion and that's perfectly fine. So if their God comes back and I see that their God's back, then I'll be like, Oh snap! They got back. Well, yeah, whoever subscribes to them, to there, with, there you go. Had to do with the, the destroyer of worlds. <laughs> but then, just, new, what? Yeah, yeah. So at that point, then hell's gonna be very populated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of traffic. Right. So but I know that for me, if Jesus were to come out, it's just like, well, like, like that's me, like type of thing. Just, uh, think about this too, though, bro. You said hell. Lucifer didn't fall through Earth. You're already in hell's domain. He fell to earth. He's a fallen angel. Okay, I see where you're going with that. So how do you know we're not already in hell? And we're just trying to get out. We're trying. Are to we? We're. Uh, I'm, you know are we trying to? Are we? Trying, like really, like really, just like think about this because this is an actual story. Like Lucifer was banished from heaven. He falls to earth. So this is his domain, technically. Earth is his domain. And people say hell. Hell is supposedly something that's we don't know. Like we think heaven's on top, earth is in the middle, hell is on the bottom, right? But how do you know we're not already here? Like we we see all these. I mean, a lot of celebrities actually talk about this shit. What? But then, but then, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll follow up with it then. If we are already here, then what is our purpose while we're here? Are we just? Is what, like, is, what is our purpose? Is <sighs> that <laughs> like, like, we try to get out? Because for me, for for me personally, if that is what the reality is, then I'm doing everything I can to make sure I get out. It's, it's like prison. It's like we're already born in with a prison sentence, and we're just trying to make sure that we make bail. Like, all right. Before I go into that, I want Max to go ahead and describe, you know, your transition from Christianity to where you are now. Mm. Okay. Kind of like um, your your backstory. 
Alright, so yeah, my family was, is, is, um, well, not like my, my parents and like my, my siblings, but, um, my mom's side of the family is extremely religious. Um, so my great uncles, great aunts, all Southern Baptist, black church, like really heavy, heavy, heavy into it. Um, so you know, seeing that and also being the person that I am, even as, at a young age, I used to read a lot. Um, so I used to sit in church and notice certain things I didn't like, um, like tithing, just people being fake, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, I realized that, you know, this might not be for me. Mm-hmm. So there was a period where I was agnostic, where I didn't believe necessarily in God, but I realized that, but I thought that there was something there. Um, and then I realized that, okay, maybe agnosticism is not my proper religion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of got more into spirituality and how vibrations and frequencies are something that actually do control and that's how we actually are as beings and as souls um because we're living vibrations and so is everything around us everything around us vibrates at certain frequencies but i realized that i can't just submit to one ideology right so i have to kind of move kind of and this goes into taoism which is flow like a river um Mm -hmm. how you because you know water can change whatever direction it is going depending on what's in front of it um or what's around it based on the surroundings so it's kind of like i can maneuver the way i want to um i still see i i I read i try to read about all religions try to learn about certain things that people find that are important um so i can't yeah like i can't say i'm religious i can say i'm spiritual um, I can say that okay, I can, I can still praise God if I want to, but um, I just choose not to. I choose not to. Well, I do, but I just choose not to. Just be like, oh, I'm purely Christian. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's not who I am. Uh, a question for everybody here: Were any of you guys baptized? Yes. No. You were baptized. Was the baptism? For your choice or for your parents' choice? Um, kind of both. I mean, I wanted to do it because I thought it looked cool. Because <laughs> I was like twelve, when my parents were bunch, like, to get water. dunked in yeah. the tub and have everybody look at you and clap. Yeah, but you know, my parents, you know, back when they were really in the Christian faith, it was more like, we want you to, you know, get baptized so you can be one with God and kind of have a re- restart or refresh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brothers were baptized. I did not. I wasn't. So I'm going to burn in hell, guys. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I, I was baptized. I think I was baptized when I was around 10 or 11. Um, I, I I always ask my parents, because I, I always noticed, like, you know, like the, the communion. And I was just like, yo, like, what is all these people eating these little wafer cookies? And, like, there's this little juice that people are drinking. And it's like, yeah, this is communion. This is where, um, like, like every once in a while, like, you'll take communion, acknowledging that Jesus died for our sins. This is his body, and this is presented as his blood. And I was like, that's his blood? I mean, as a kid, I'm like, that's his blood? <laughs> but, um, 
But I was like, so like, like I was like, could I do that? She's she was like, well, you have to be baptized first to be able to take communion. And I was like, so how do I get baptized? She was like, when you personally acknowledge Jesus as your Lord, your Savior, and you want to fully honor Him and embed that into your life, then I will take you to get baptized, and then you can take communion. And I was like, okay. And so it like getting baptized for me and for my brother as well, like that was purely our choice. Mm-hmm. And so they told us about it. And so even when I saw communion in Panama and communion in the, in the, in the States, it's all like the same idea. Take communion and acknowledge God, you know, choose to walk with God in that specific light, and then you could take communion. So when I chose to do it, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. And so for me, I always looked at getting baptized as like very important for, for me. But also during that time, I was like very heavy into that idea and that de- denomination. So that's why I asked, like, you know, for you guys that are spiritual, I wonder if that was something that was a real requirement for you guys or not. So that's why I asked if you guys were baptized. Okay. Um, I mean, to be honest, I was hyper about communion too because it looked cool when everyone was eating a cracker and drinking it. So I was like, oh, man, you're drinking wine? Like, let me get some of that. And then like, I'm like, this is the driest fucking cracker ever. Oh, yeah. my, <laughs> that shit is so all dry, churches, dude. All churches get bumblefuck <laughs> crackers and, and, and Welch's, like, boo-boo grape juice. Like, yeah. come on, bro. Like, they go to, like, the boonies for that stuff. This yeah, is not good. My dad went to a Catholic school growing up. My dad grew up in New York. Yeah. So my dad went to a Catholic school for all, all growing up. And he's... <sighs> yeah, he's not religious at <laughs> all. Yeah. He's not religious. I feel like that what kind of moves him out of it. Okay. Um, because he saw a lot of terrible shit going on in New York in the in the sixties, seventies, and he well, he graduated college in the eighties. So mm-hmm. so the the sixties and seventies, bro, like the blackouts, the 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 crime, the the stories that he used to tell me about him growing up in the city of Harlem um, in, in, in those times. It's like, how can you truly believe in God if you're living in those types of situations? You always make it seem like York is Gotham. That shit rough over there. That shit was rough. Like, seeing the apartment that, you lived, that they lived in, which was okay at that point, but yeah. still mm-hmm. like, bro, and the shit that he has to had to deal with like can't even really I mean yeah seeing like very tragic things like that is definitely gonna make you question your like your belief in, in God and going back to and when I was on my phone I was actually like doing a little bit of research just to refresh what I've you know been learning um so going back to what you said about you know if we're in hell right now um so if you listen to the after hours um, that we did, I kind of go into a personal story about my spiritual revelation. I'm not going to get to it here because you can listen to it over there. So please listen to that after hours. But through the research I've been doing for the past 10 years, um, I've been really diving deep in what's called etymology, which is the origin of words. And it kind of shows you how throughout decades and centuries that meanings of words have changed. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of go back to the original language on what that word meant. And stuff that really started made me question things was Lucifer means light bearer or bearer of light. Mm-hmm. In what language? Hebrew. Okay. 
Okay. He was uh, God's favorite. Yeah. And he didn't like the way that God was kind of choosing the humans over him. Um, well, that's based on the story. But as far as the yeah, word, that's, yeah, that's based yeah, on the story. as far as the word, it means light bearer. And, you know, what we call him, Satan, means adversary. So the adversary of God in the Bible is the bearer of light, which is kind of, it's a little weird when you think about <laughs> it that way. And then on top of that, he's the one that took the form of the serpent to convince Eve to eat the apple or the fruit from the tree of knowledge. Why would you, God, not want your creations to have the Bear knowledge of good and evil? Bear the fruit from the tree of knowledge. That's a little weird to me. Very questionable. Are they are they putting it was was the fruit a temptation? Would you would you Well they made it sin. That's what I'm saying. Like Yeah. He said that you will know as much as God knows if you eat from that. That leaves an un- that leaves an unanswered question. <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you not want your creation? You know, like, what are you scared? Put your people on. Like, it sounds like you're scared. You know, um, I feel like if you're too knowledgeable. Well, and this is kind of fact for just people in general, like people that become more knowledgeable and more aware of the world, they end up being unhappy. Yeah. Because <laughs> you realize, like, you're like, dang, like, all these people don't know what I know. Like, there's, there's shit, there's so many people that don't know what I know. You think that Einstein was going to help them? You think that Einstein was sad that he knew more than the average person? Like, no, that's not what I'm getting at, bro. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, there's certain things that people don't want to look at and don't want to realize. And you're just like, wow, like, I can, I can see this. I'm seeing right through it. And everybody else is just blind. And I, I, I want to help. Mm-hmm. But they have to be willing to open their eyes themselves. Mm-hmm. And people would just, I mean, you're getting upset about that shit. And no, it, scientific, scientific ideology, that, no, that's, that's completely different. You're, you're doing scientific uh, findings and stuff like that. Okay, that, that's cool. You're an expert in watch whatever you know. Whatever. Um, but the science is already... The science is ancient. But don't you think it would be kind of depressing for people that believe in the Big Bang? Like, from that theory, we came from nothing. The whole universe was an accident. Yeah. I can see why people would be depressed. Yeah. If so they, like, they, I mean, but now we have the, the, the particle collider now. Yeah. So mm. kind of, they're kind of learning. The, so it's like people were just sitting there like, dang, we really weren't supposed to be here. Like, or like the Higgs boson field where, like, they learned that how atoms gain mass when they pass through that field. No, like, yeah, that, and then, really, if you think about it, the creation of Earth, or however, the history that they give us, um, the creation of Earth is kind of accidental. Like, we continue getting hit by more meteors, and those meteors ca- carried life. Uh, the water was, a, a, like, dangerously acidic, so there was no life that could actually live in it. But there were bacteria already in that could survive those conditions mm-hmm. and then when those meteors continued to hit the earth mm-hmm. it would create the make the water more alkaline so water like ph7 water when you know water gives life so you start to have more bacteria that carries on life and all of a sudden you have fish and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have 
things walking on land. Well, right. you have land created from, from volcanoes, which is spewing out more and more bacteria and stuff. Mm. And there's a whole bunch of other scientific things that went on. But it's, everything seems like it's accidental. Like, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Hey, you think about it. Through that perspective, yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to mention when you said, are we in hell already? So, going through, like, reading about Hinduism and Buddhism... I read a philosophy called Gnosticism, not agnostic, Gnostic. And I had to research just to make sure I knew what I was talking about. And it was actually early sections of Jews and Christians. So these are like the original Christians before I got to the canonized Bible. And they gathered all of the books of the Bible. So they have all of them. And then even talked to people from different religions and all just to kind of like get their perspective. And if you subscribe to the ideology of Gnosticism, what they have came up with is the God in the Bible or like the Abrahamic religions, because it's pretty much the same God, mm-hmm. is a malevolent being called the Demiurge. And it's actually more than one. Because if you go to Genesis... Malevolent being Yeah. So if you go to Genesis 1... Where's it at? Where's it at? 126, chapter 1, verse 6. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. I thought God was one. Why are you saying our? Hey, bro. Don't get don't taken down. I'm not getting taken down. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was very interesting. He's gonna get, be getting followed in fucking white man. <laughs> Listen, it's been ten years. I haven't had that yet. <laughs> <laughs> you were a kid at that. Time. So, <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So the demiurge is who actually created this realm that we live in, and so anything that's like material wise or the worship of material things is considered evil. And the way to get out of that is gnosis or knowledge, reading, understanding. You trying to pull me away from my Christian? Thing? No, no, I'm just, I'm just having no, you just think, bro. Them. I'm just, I'm just having you think, dog. That's all. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I, I, I knew I was gonna enjoy this talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, I, I think I said it before already, but. I will say that there is something hard about being Christian. I, I think with all religions, whatever you subscribe to does come with a sense of responsibility mm-hmm. of like whoever you're trying to or whatever you're trying to do. It's, you know, you, you want to represent your religion well for whatever it is, Buddha, Hindu, Christian, you know, um, whichever one has as Allah as, as Islam. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, Whatever you want to do, you want to represent it well. And I think what also makes it hard is that, like, yeah, there are things, there are other texts and there are other conversations that I want to have that does not pertain to my religion. But also at the same time, I think it's like, like, conversation like this is, is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And I think what makes it dangerous is when people are trying to, like, 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 hold up, like, like, wake up, brother. Like, open your third eye, brother. Like, like, this is, this is poison to you, brother. And I'm just like, don't try to convince me to try to like get me to leave. I'm talking yeah. about like, uh, not, uh, um, God, what are they called? He said it's hotels. Oh, he said hotels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, hotels. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's another term. 
it's gonna hurt. It's gonna be seven o'clock. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> sit down at home. I'm like, God damn. Put That's the name. Just put it. Just put it in the comment when the video drops. Yeah. Yes, I don't remember. But yeah, no, I, I think it's 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 one of the things that makes it dangerous on both sides. Like mm-hmm. I can't poke the Bible at any of you guys, mm-hmm. but you also guys who can't poke your spirituality at me either. Yeah. Like your like your other because because for me I just call it because since there's no real label for what you guys subscribe to, I just call it alternative religion. It's okay. not a specific, it's not something that's specific, but it's just alternative, meaning that there is another way for you to get your healing and your your answers from a different source, a different higher power, mm-hmm. but it's not one of the things that are labeled out that you can look up. So I just call it alternative religion for, for that purpose only. So I think it's just my way of just being able to have these type of conversations, but also still being able to have the same mutual amount of respect for one side versus the other. Oh yeah, no, I definitely respect our religion. And but I just don't respect the people that try to use religion as an excuse to do terrible shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be horrible people cuz that's the complete opposite of what your religion is about. Just don't be a fucking bad person. Like it's easy. <laughs> that's all that's all religion is saying is don't be a bad person. <laughs> And each religion has their own version of it, has yeah. their own version, their own way. But at the end of the day, like, I think that's also one thing that I just favor too, is just be, be a good person, mm-hmm. be, be a good human, a good person and, and serve your life well, because we only get one. And so however you're going to carry it, however you choose to live your life, at least do it with good intentions, good with good intentions and a good mindset of saying that I'm going to do the best that I can without causing harm to other people. And I think that's also something that people try to like implement is that like you're hurting me if you're not following my religion. Like no, like it has nothing to do with you. No, like, it's more you, like it's more like I'm gonna hurt you if you don't follow my religion. Right. Okay? <laughs> like follow my religion or you're going to hell and I'm gonna put you in hell myself. Like yeah. like no. Like, and at the end of the day, like yeah, don't be a bad person. Obviously. But you can't really blame people for taking their religion that seriously in my opinion in that sense because you know I mentioned this in after hours as well is when especially when it comes to religion and that's really in your upbringing you know having that or because it's organized religion is a structure you have to follow in order to properly subscribe to that religion Mm. when you do that you end up thinking that the way you are brought up is the right way to do it and the only way to do it and when people unlearn that, that's when we're going to come together. Mm-hmm. So it takes conversations like this. Why do you believe what you believe and things like that? Not in the sense to convince anyone or nothing, but it's always good to kind of gather information from other sources and go, you know what? That kind of makes sense. And that kind of makes sense. What I got going on don't make that much sense, but I still want to subscribe to this. But I'm not going to completely knock down what you're saying either, though. Right. So then... This then, how do you? Because we talk about this in the after hours, but Max, where do you go from here after a conversation like this? Like, where do you go? I'm going the same route I'm going. <laughs> I'm, not I'm doing my research on certain things, but yeah, I'm doing the same shit so, I've been doing. But are you are you expecting, or would you want your partner 
to follow the same idea as yours? What are you going to teach your children if your partner comes from a different religious upbringing? And how do you guys, how do you want to blend that? Like, like what is your... It's not, I mean, I'm not going to force anything on anybody, bro. Like, you have your own, it's okay to have your own ideologies, bro. I don't care. As long as they're not something that's, like, insane, like, okay, I have to kill this person. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, milk their blood for, you know, Cthulhu or some shit. I'm I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. Otherwise, like, as long as long as you're a good person, I'm totally cool. Yeah, yeah. Missing Cthulhu. You're just gonna have somebody strung up just in a basement somewhere. You're yeah, just gonna just whoosh. make them ooze out blood right. on different sides. Yeah, no, that just fucked up. <laughs> good. But no, I'm good, man. No, 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 no. I'm good. Very, very good, bro. So, do you Listen, think? Shit, I'm, I'm a good person. Man. So, do you think that you know younger people are our age? Um, are slowly like going away from religion or kind of tweaking it to where it's more of like a personal relationship with God? I feel like a lot of people go with fads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they don't read for themselves enough. So they don't know what to actually do. They just go where everybody else is going or, or go follow whatever they hear, follow whatever they think is cool. Whatever. Um, that's me saying you're a little dumbass. <laughs> in a nice way. Yeah. Hmm. Respectfully? It's not that. Not that is dumbass. Just people need to read more. That's what that. Read books. Better. It'll explain the vocabulary. AKA. Get you some money, nigga. <laughs> yeah, really, really. Get, get you some money. Get your money up. Get up out of the celebrity business and get you. Your bag, get a job. The day, the, the word of the day is job. J. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pops. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. Now, nah, this is um, this is a strong topic because it could go either way. Because if you say the wrong thing, mm-hmm. it will hit that triggering people and they will get pissed oh, at yeah, there's you. There's gonna be people flooding our comments like, "Yeah, I can't believe you are doing this." subscribe like dang i just stayed my opinion yeah yeah, yeah. okay like there is um so going through like a spiritual awakening you will kind of go into that stage in your life where you're very upset because you feel like you were lied to and you start posting you know really deep stuff and my pops he was like posting a lot of deep stuff on facebook to where like because at first it was like more christian stuff so they would call him like the facebook pastor and stuff and once we kind of had the same spiritual awakening around the same time he started posting deep stuff like the stuff i was just talking about the etymology of words and stuff like that questioning and there were people that were like throwing bible verses at him that really didn't have anything to do with what he was saying so they were getting pissed at him and he would have fights with them um so it was kind of like a back and forth and after a while he was like you know there's no point in convincing people it's just let them do what they do so he would just post and then people would still come at him and he would just be like, hey, like, I'm not going to fight about, you with it. He used to be upset about certain things like that. And uh, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Y'all yeah. don't learn whatever y'all learn. Yep. Do whatever you feel. There was, there was one dude that was so upset. He was like, I will beat your ass for Jesus. But I was like, hey, hey like, 
What the hell are you talking about? This is what we're saying not to do. <laughs> yeah. The Bible says, do not cause harm. I wish you would. <laughs> you want to pull up to him just like that? Hat back, hat, hat sideways. The T.I. Hat lean. Glock 17. I'm just playing. You ain't no shoot. I mean, it's in the back of the car. I mean, I don't know. This dude right here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think that we'll, we'll leave it at that. I think at the end of the day, you know, people need to continue to have good conversations. They need to be able to be open to, you know, different ideas and different thoughts and different mindsets. And I think that as long as we continue to have those open conversations, I think that we'll continue to get better as a whole at the end of the day. No, I, I definitely agree that, with that. That would just be my, my, closing, my closing statement. Max, what's your, what's your closing statement? Man, I try my hardest to love all people. Um, some, some, some people just, uh, people just need to really. You were saying, Max? I was saying, I love everybody. Um, I believe that people need to really look into the religions um, and try to change, not change it, but use things and try to warp it to today's times. Um, Because whatever word was written back then doesn't pertain to now. Um, Just just there's that, that's that's one thing, and then the other thing is just be good people, um, love one another, and you won't go to hell or whatever bad place in the world. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last remark, man, is, you know, just have conversations like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, the only way we grow as people is to just communicate with each other. We're social beings. Um, and like I said, the way that you're brought up or the way you think isn't the only way to think and it's not the right way to think. So it's always good to talk with your fellow people and um, bounce ideas off each other. And with times evolving, belief systems will evolve as well. So if stuff is not benefiting the current times, maybe it's time to let some things go. Yeah. So we can better ourselves and better humanity. Read. Please read. Yeah, seriously. You need and to read. Not like fiction. Read like things that will move you. Please. Nonfiction books. Yeah. Please. And I guess with that, we'll bring this up to, to a close. Please! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, for tuning in to another episode. Please! (laughs) (laughs) And that. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe if you want. If you don't, I don't understand why because of this nigga. (laughs) Yeah, so that is definitely a season two finale for your ass. Make sure you guys follow us on social media. Follow us on Dystopia. 
you listen to podcasts. If you don't want to see this man act like a fool, um, and we thank you guys always for for watching this and sticking with us, man. And until next time, we'll see y'all in season three. Peace. Cover, I'm my whole life, I kept on waiting for shit. Had to learn to go get it myself. Yeah, I get this shit by myself. Yeah, I make a way for myself. Yeah, I see you got a new dude in that school, but I promise we fuck, I won't tell. Yeah, know that you miss it, I tell. Because you still hit up myself. So just let us out of ourselves. Cause I think I'm losing brain cells, cause you're toxic, so toxic, still want you myself. Wanted that girl for some years now. Now she unbuckled my belt. And see, she like how I felt. I'm on a mission, no, I cannot fail.